0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen um yes welcome to another episode of Our Inner voices today is episode six and um yeah i'm your host Noah idea uh so first of all i'd like to start by introducing my guest for this week um it's, it's not only my youngest brother adishayo. uh go on you introduce yourself
1: um what's up peoples it's me noah jenga brother adishayo you yeah? your fee- um you know i just finished my gcse so i'm currently going to uh art college things are looking pretty good. You know, I'm here to talk to you today about the topic we have in hand at hand.
0: Yeah, so um that was unnecessarily awkward, this guy. <laughs> but basically before we start, I just like to say we got um if I don't know if you've noticed, but we finally have two mics working. It took a lot of witchcraft and wizardry and all that shenanigans, but you know at the end of the day it's finally done. So yeah. Now as you guys all know this is uh today's Halloween. So in the spirit of the Halloween weekend, we're going to, you know, we're going to today's topic is going to be on one of the scariest things in the world. And this is capitalism, actually to be more precise, uncontrolled, unregulated capitalism. Um so first of all, Shayo, can you give us um you know, just give us your quick definition. What do you what do you see capitalism as?
1: Um, I see it as a system in which, you know, the market is, com- is controlled by the people. Whereas what people choose to buy and don't choose to buy is what dictates what will survive and what will prosper. And, you know, you know, and the um someone and, you know, of course, the most important part is uh, one person or is smoking for people owning the means of production.
0: Of course, and controlling the rest of us. OK, pause, pause. Right. So, guys, I'm going to give you the definition of capitalism. It's basically an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit. So the key word there is profit. Capitalism's main purpose is profit. But the reason we chose today's topic, Capitalism Fucks Everything Up, is obviously we're not trying to say that capitalism is literally like the worst thing ever. However, it is pretty close. What do you think, Shayo?
1: I mean, one of the things that sparked the inspiration for today's episode is seeing how late capitalism is doing for us especially us millennials you know i've seen these ads around this where companies essentially just say you know eat shit get fucked you're going to die so work for us until it's over and it's like well that's not very good and you know it feels like capitalism at the start it's you know it's not always been a perfect system or the best idea not everything not, nothing can never be perfect but it feels like getting into a pretty scary place at this moment and you know personally i see things like you know, like Donald Trump and all of that, as symptoms of capitalism. A lot of people see him as a, his own independent disease, but to me, he's something that is just a natural production of the system. And I have to question, you know, where is he going to take us the next few years? Because it's worked sometimes, it's sometimes it works, but when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work. And the consequences are beyond, you know, they're beyond just the, they're just the worst. It's, a, you know, it's scary, scarier huh?
0: Now, before we delve, like, straight into the, the you know, obvious negatives of capitalism... I think let's talk about some positives of capitalism. Now, capitalism, the whole system, first of all, I believe, um, I don't know what you think, Shayo, but I believe it's the best system we have.
1: I mean, I think on paper, it's a nice system. You know, the way the free market should work, it's, you know, the people decide things, you know, it's not ballots. It's not, you know, it's not de- it's not decided by ballots or debates or petitions or anything. It's like, you know, in the dream world where capitalism works perfectly the way it should, you know, you go into Iceland and you go, well... You buy this brand of and you say this tastes like shit, you different it tastes like shit, everyone knows it tastes like shit. No one buys it anymore, go in the next week, it's gone, or something like that. But you know, in this system, some things taste like shit, tell everyone tastes like shit, everyone says it tastes like shit, but it's still there for some reason. So I think, you know, capitalism is good on- you know, there's a lot of- it has a lot of benefit- like, positives on paper. Especially how, like, you know, theoretically, anyone could, you know, submass a massive amount of wealth and become one of the people at the top, like... You, yeah, like, people like, um... You say, like, Bill Gates, you know, he wasn't born a billionaire, but he worked hard for it. But, you know, I have to add that Bill Gates wasn't born a poverty-stricken African child either. He was born, like, a fairly middle-class white boy, and he worked hard. So that's probably another... So, you know, that's another issue of capitalism, how he kind of, like, links into, like, race relations and, like, gender politics and all of that stuff, and it gets kind of muddy. So I won't really get into that too much. But, you know, yeah, so theoretically, if, you know, I could one day work really, really, really hard and become next Bill Gates, that's fucking amazing. Theoretically, if I... If we had the power to tell companies, "Each shit, your comp- your product is terrible. Get out of here," and they would just get out. That's amazing. You know, those are some of the benefits of you know the free markets. But and also, of course, the way, of course, the way that competition fuels the free markets is also like superb to me. You know, the way that just by us deciding, just so like 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 you know, if I had an issue with my broadband, just by me saying to them, "Okay, bye, I'm going to the next guy," that would make that could make a difference. You know, enough people do that, I could make a difference, and that's something beautiful to me, at least. But it doesn't always, sadly, it doesn't always work that way.
0: Yeah, and this, like, this brings us in, this, like, um, ha- allows us to segue into, like, the one of the um, main reasons why I look at why capitalism doesn't work sometimes. And it's, like, the whole idea of monopolies. So, like, you were just saying about um, your phone company, for example. Well, I know in England, this is how it is. Like, we have a lot of options. Like, we have Sky, BT, um, Virgin. Who else do we have here?
1: Yeah, we have Plusnet, you know, a lot of smaller people, TalkTalk as well.
0: Oh, yeah, we have TalkTalk. And, like, the whole idea is, like, there's so many of these companies. If Sky is messing up, um, I could just say to Sky, listen, give me a better dealer. I'm going to BT. And then, you know, then it's, it's the prerogative of Sky um, to decide, okay, we don't want to lose this, com- this customer because if we lose him, he's going to recommend BT to his friend. Who's going to recommend it to their friend? And then we lose more people. And that should be how the capitalist system works. Sorry, not the capitalist system. That should be how the free market works. So just briefly, the free market is, you know, basically what it says, The, you know, unregulated sales and exchange of, you know, funds between and goods and services between people. But the problem is a lot of the times there's a monopoly and, you know, you think there's like one or two options for something. So then they don't actually need you. To, they don't actually um depend on like the government sorry then they don't actually depend on the people who are buying the goods and services rather they just depend on you know themselves because you ha- you can't go anywhere else
1: yeah i mean it's like speaking of internet again america has like what two internet providers and those two internet providers have been trying for the last few like months or years to become one big like corporation now like can you imagine that if there's only like one person who could give you internet you'd be completely screwed like that's one of the you know and, you know, it's the government's job to try and stop that. But it's being America and, and everyone there being privy to getting a few dollars extra in their pockets, you know. Things are not going as well as they could over there. And that's shameful that, like, you know, one of the best aspects of the system we currently live in is so quickly to be bent aside. Because somebody wants to make a little bit more money and doesn't care about the future of the people or anything like that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, um, I don't know, man. America seems to be one of the biggest... Um, like no they don't seem to be america is probably the worst when it comes to capitalism like i think initially the whole idea of it was like you know the whole american dream idea was like people who had businesses um and started from very small places they could like build themselves up um, based on popularity of their goods and you know the services if people wanted them they could get them like so for example a few months ago I, i read this story about this uh, man i'm not sure where he was from but i think he was he was definitely from an asian country and he was making this um either it was yogurt or or like ice cream he started this yogurt or ice cream company actually he was turkish yeah he was turkish and he started this um, yogurt company in america and the yogurt was so it was so popular that he ended up making so much money he's a billionaire now. And um, the, that's the that's you know that's what capitalism is meant to represent. You know the ability, the the thing, the idea that this guy came from his country with almost nothing, he found a business idea, and people like the idea, so people just people support it. But instead, what you find is just you know like these greedy corporations get so powerful, trying to sell you like stuff that is not even that necessary to your life. I mean, I'm not saying yogurt is that necessary, but you know they try to sell you stuff that you don't really. Eat you shouldn't really care that much about and it gets to a point where they just chase the money and they don't you know they chase the money continuously and eventually they are willing to do anything it takes to get that money from you.
1: Voices. Are in the voices. Yeah, I mean I'm not yeah so no I'm not ch- chico far. I'm not going I'm not gonna start pushing Captain Store with a clock in my hand or anything like that, but like you know. One of my biggest issues with capitalism is how it, even the positive aspects of it, it almost cannibalizes itself sometimes. So it's like one, of the beauty, like one of the beauties of capitalism is the middle class. When the middle class grows and they're like, you know, you know, it's part of the American dream as so well, like, you know, an uh, American family, they build their stuff up, they make a lot of money, then they start a small business, they hire people from around, and now those people have money, now those people can support their families, now those people can go and the other things, they even start their own business if they're saving and stuff like that. But, like, with big, you know, companies, they are literally, they come into, like, neighbourhoods and stuff, with small businesses, and they just completely wipe them off the face of the map, completely. So, like, you know, those people, that companies now in, you know, that now only, now become your only source for something. Like, you know, if I own, like, a donut shop, then, fuck, then bloody Krispy Kreme comes in and wipes mass ass off the market. Now, the only option for donuts is Krispy Kreme, and also the only option for working in the area is Krispy Kreme. You know, it's like, those... Minor towns I used to get built up in America. Where one company owned everything in the town. They owned the people. They worked for them, and they, owned, they built everything. Now sometimes that's not half bad. Like you know the story of a British man. I think his name was Titus, and he had a company, and he made the town for the workers of the company. But he treated them really well, and like it was really a nice experience for everyone involved. And the town still stands today. Or well, you know what we don't want is like you know McDonald's owns your town. McDonald's, your dad works at McDonald's. You work at McDonald's. McDonald's built your school. So your school tells McDonald's is great. Blah blah blah. That's not what happens you know one of the issues of capitalism is this company who just wants to keep on going and going and going and going and there's no end in sight for their like thirst for wealth and they're willing to do anything for it you know
0: yeah like you know like for example somebody like i think earlier we were talking you mentioned the example of bill gates where it's like so bill gates made microsoft in the 80s or 70s um and it got it was there was a point where because you know Microsoft was like a, monop- a monopoly when it came to you know like online pro- you know like yeah exactly so Microsoft was like a monopoly it was like people had to go to them so his the amount of money he was making was always going to just keep increasing exponentially however the problem with capitalism is sometimes is like like you said earlier it doesn't tell you when to stop
1: yeah exactly like you know um, you know like people say the whole point of capitalism is just to generate profits but there's no they never say when the end of the profit is. They never tell you something like, you know, keep on going on up until you're anything like that. You know, if other things, like let's say religion, you know, religion is just like, keep on being holy until, pretty much until you think you're holy enough to get into heaven. You know, you know, if you reach a point in your life where you think this is enough, you're not gonna keep on going and going and going and trying to like, do everything in your power to be the purest person in the world. Because you know to yourself, I've reached probably my limit. I've reached the peak of holiness for me personally. But with capitalism, it's just like, you just keep on going and going and going and going and There's only so much, there's only so far you can go before the way you're going is still, like, reasonable. You know, like, when Facebook first started, and they were making money off of just, like, ads and stuff, that's fine. They're making money, and they kept on making money, but they kept on going, and they got to a point where, now, Facebook is like, they know everything about you. They collect all your data, they know what your face looks like, they know what everything looks like. People pay them to advertise to you, and it gets shadier shadier and shadier and shadier and shadier, but they make more and more money off of it. So it's like, you know, a lot of the K times, we sacri- these companies sacrifice our, us, the consumer, and their own morality just to pursue this infinite hoard of cash that we don't even, that they probably don't even know what they're going to do with. And like, you know, you know yeah, you know, there's other issues if like, things just keep on going and going and going. Like, you know, there's a graph going around where like, you know, in America, like, productivity is up, has been going up, you know, people are making more stuff, stuff, more stuff is happening, but the amount of money people are making isn't going up that much, it isn't like... You know, like, how much it costs in an area and how much work people are doing is going up, but how much money they make isn't going up as fast. And that's one of the other issues where it just gets to, where, like, you know, the companies are just going and going. It's saying, okay, they're comfortable with making their own money and making that money and just going and going and going, but they never stop to think, why don't I just want to, like, help my customers, my you know, my employees and, like, give them a little bit more. They're only concerned with making, making money for themselves.
0: Yeah, that's the whole idea of, like, you know, the inhumanity of capitalism where um, people become... People become money, like people become literally just means to make money rather than human beings. So, like you know, like if anybody has seen The Simpsons, um, the you know the, openings, the op- um, opening the open opening sequence to The Simpsons, where Homer is in the factory and you know that whole process, right? The point the, the point I'm trying to make is that that factory is an example of one of the things that's really that's bad with capitalism. Whereas like Mr. Burns. Is just there every day, sat in his office. Um, I don't know how much work he actually did to, to get to that level by himself. He depends on all these workers, who he treats like slaves. Who he, you know, he puts, he makes them fall under the trapdoor if they ask for a raise, if they ask for anything. And even though it's like a comedy, it's meant to be a cartoon. It is so like it's so indicative of like the actual real world situation where, you know, the people who actually are the means of production always get treated like they always get treated like shit and the people who like don't actually they hardly ever go to the factories they hardly ever in the, like the actual like they hardly ever put the work in they just like you know because of the capitalist system they're going to keep making more and more money and you know it just it, it creates so much inequality and unfairness
1: I mean one fallacy of capitalism that propels people to go with weird ideologies like taxation is theft is the that you work for everything you have but you know, like if I earn, let's like, you know, average person earns a certain amount, right? And that's okay. meant to be proportional to how much they work, reasonably enough. But if you have a billionaire who is like, you know, if someone works twice as hard as me, and twice as hard as me, then they can logically get paid twice as much. If they work ten times as hard, logically they can get paid ten times as much. If they work a hundred times more harder than I do, do a hundred times more work than I do, a hundred times harder than I do, and they get paid a hundred times more, that's fair enough. But it doesn't seem possible that someone works you know, a hundred thousand times harder than I do, or a hundred times smarter than I am, because there are people who get paid a hundred thousand times more than I will ever get paid in my entire life. And it's like, you know, there's only so much of that money that actually comes from your own work, you know, your own efforts. And not to say that we should, like, have, like, a communist takeover and start killing all the rich people or something like that, unless they piss us off too much, you know. (laughs) But, like, I think it is the duty of companies to take care of their workers, to give them, you know, a proper living wage and everything like that. And you know they they often don't, which is when governments have to come in and be like, listen, fam, you have to give these people this amount of this amount of this amount of money. But the way some people talk, they want the government to just let these companies go hog wild and do anything they want. And there's nothing. If I'm a businessman and I'm making millions upon millions and millions, and I only have to occasionally listen to some worker bitch at me for something, I don't have any incentive to tell him to like be nice to him, other than my own morality. And if my morality isn't strong enough, then that's not good enough. We can't just have it, we can't rely on people to just be good, for goodness' sake. We have to, you know, there has to be an incentive for it.
0: Yeah, like it's, you know, like that's the that's what the the law and the government is meant to represent for the people. You can't tell somebody, yo, go out and be the best, because like, okay, one of the things that capitalism promotes, which is a good thing, is competition, is this idea of like um, you want to be the best, because we need purpose as human beings. That's fair enough. However, the problem comes in when we're looking. We're chasing this purpose. We're chasing this idea of being the best. You know, Apple wants to be bigger than bigger than Samsung. Samsung wants to be bigger than Apple. And what happens is, like, fair enough. Their competition levels keep going. They want to make the next iPhone, the next one, the next one. The job of the government is to like kind of regulate this to prevent unnecessary like risks, like just like the banking crisis in 2008. The government didn't regulate the banks enough because they felt like um, they wanted to see how much money the banks could make, in the hope that it would help the government's debt. And so they left the banks unregulated. And then when the crisis happened, the government had to rethink everything. It should be the same in most situations that involve like high levels of competition, because like you've said, you can't just expect the human being to take responsibility every time. Like I don't like I've I say this I say this a lot. I like there is no selfless action. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. So, for example, if you give to the cha- if you give to charity, there is a you know you know damn well that that money you're giving to charity is going to make a part of you feel better. It's going to make you as a person who has more money than that person feel like you've done something good. That feeling of goodness is a is a positive. It's a blessing for you. So you can't even be now. It, it depends on negative and positive reasons for doing stuff, but there's always a benefit. So, you know, it should be the the job of the government or regulators, like, put in place by the government to make sure that companies follow the rules, you know, they treat people fairly, that they are not making unnecessary gains from people suffering.
1: A lot of conservative types and libertarian types, they have this weird idea that the issue of capitalism is that the government is too involved... Which, you know, sometimes it might be true. The same, you know, human beings aren't the most intelligent. Sometimes we're a lot like children. And if your parents are too involved in your life, it will mess you up. But if they're not involved enough, then it will also mess you up. And, you know, we have to, we keep on, we're trying to find that balance in between. But, you know, the way some people talk is just like, the government should just be there for no reason. They should just be there for figureheads and go hands off on everything. That's not really how you make a good system that works for everybody and, you know, benefits everyone. And, you know, in our society, we have this, there's a fallacy that, there's this idea that, like, people say stuff like, just work harder, just work harder, that, just, that's all it takes. But we don't live in a fair society where you just work harder and life gets better. You know, if, that, if working hard is proportional to how much you made and how happy you were, then Africa would be way better than it is right now, because there's people every day working in the fields for hours and ends, sweating their life out. They're working harder than any, any of us. They're working harder than any billionaire, any McDonald's worker, anyone in this in the Western Hemisphere. But they're not making any money out of it. They're not getting anything. And you know, it's not even. And, you know, a lot of people are about governments getting too involved. Like, you're watching this video today, and the guy tried to, like, pawn off the issue of, like, bribery and stuff on the government being too involved. But it's not even just the government. Like, the UN, you know, assists a company, you know, a group that's meant to protect human beings and their rights and blah, blah, blah. You know, Nestle, the most evil company in the world. You know, if you don't know, you should look it up. Nestle are disgusting people. They, you know, they paid the UN to make water not a human right. Water is meant to be a human right, but because of Nestle, it's now a human need, so they can charge for it. And just, it, just little things like that, it's just like, wh- why though? It's like, what's the point? And you know, so it's like, some people think that government regulations are the issues, but like, it's not even just the government. These people need, these people need an incentive to not be, to not be, you know, jackasses. It's like, with like, like society as a whole, if there was no law saying you get in trouble for lynching someone, what to from killing anyone? Nothing. That's why religion exists, to give people a reason to not do dumb things. And if you have a system, where if you have a world where the government is not allowed to you know come in and tell companies not to do stupid things then what incentive is not to do stupid things they will just keep on doing stupid things it's that simple
0: right and with that being said uh this concludes um today's episode well yeah thank you very much shio for um for speaking with me
1: yeah it's no problem you know just you know just remember guys you know go out there tell your government what you want to hear if anything is looking fishy you know point it out tell your friends you know you can't don't allow us to continue getting stepped on by a bunch of billionaires of cigars and with comically large cigars in their mouths.
0: Wake up, guys.
1: Yes, you know, listen to Childish Gambino, stay woke.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, peace out.